Hello and welcome to Tradfest. I'm Kieran Hanrahan. And I'm Ruth Smith. And can we say happy St. Patrick's Week? We're coming to you from the heart of the action in Temple Bar in Dublin in Ireland. We're in the Oliver St. John Gogarty pub. Well, it's only the start of Paddy's Week, but you can definitely feel the energy rising here already. And by the end of this week, it's going to be fever pitch as the world descends upon Dublin for the day that's in it. Law Ayla Fodrick, St. Patrick's Day, this Sunday, the day the whole world turns green. Absolutely. Well, on this week, our thoughts turn to those who celebrate St. Patrick's Day, wherever they happen to be, and wherever the green is worn with pride. And we send St. Patrick's Day greetings to all our friends at the Milwaukee Irish Fest, who presented a full day of activities at Tradfest this year in Dublin. They took over City Hall, actually, and filled it with the sweetest of music. One of the acts playing City Hall that day in association with Milwaukee Milwaukee Irish Fest were Martha Guiney and Ashling Lines, who met as students in the University of Limerick. And here they are with a set of reels recorded live from that concert.
Ashling Lyons and Martha Guiney there with a set of reels recorded live at City Hall in Dublin during Tradfest last January. The first reel was Bustler's Dreams, which was written by Ashling Lyons and was followed by Pigtown and Ben Bulban's Shadow. Of course, there are gigs and concerts all over the world for St. Patrick's Day. We'll be giving a flavour of what's happening in Dublin as part of the official St. Patrick's Day celebrations. To name but a few, Cormac Begley and friends, Liam Wainley, Libby McCrohan, Stephen James Smith, the poet, and Donal Deneen play the Pepper Canister Church in Dublin this Thursday night. I'd say that promises to be an interesting night. I'd say it'll be a fantastic night. We met, of course, with Stephen James Smith during Tradfest. Liam Wainley played there as well, so... and found my uh, conversation with Stephen James Smith to be very informative, a very, really nice guy, wonderful performer, I must say, and doing fantastic things for poetry uh, as an art form, certainly in this country. I believe he plays the Baron as well. And he is a mighty Boron player because he took part in that concert. He also played Boron at the concert that day in the Pepper Canister. But I was just thinking there a little earlier, actually, we saw a name called uh, Pigtown and Ben Bulban's Shadow, uh, played by Martha Guiney and Ashling Lyons. I'm just thinking maybe throughout this entire series on podcasts, we're going to come across some interesting names of tunes. Anything spring tonight to mind with you? What might be an interesting name for a tune? Oh, now let me see. Um, I buried my wife and I danced in her grave. That's one. Uh, I heard another one by Junior Crean actually on Cayley House not that long ago. It was played by, I think, Tara Breen. No, it was played by. He has some great names. He has uh, one of them who was. Is it, it was I have a house of my own with the chimney built on top of it, no? That's one of his. She didn't play that. No, I'm just trying to think who played it. It was. If I give you a minute to, to speak uh, here, yeah, no, that's rather okay. than interrupting you. I can live with that. It was played by two Ennis musicians. Uh, Yes, Emer Arkins and her brother played the, these tunes, but was her long was it her long golden hair flowed down her back and her hair was black. And I believe, depending on which did Junior have daughters? He had. He, he, and I believe, depending on which daughter was in the room, he changed the colour from blonde to black. Oh, good man, Junior. Because he didn't want to pick anyone, uh, man, one of Junior. them above the anyway, other. Anyway, we'll come back to the names of tunes. Another one, actually, Howl the Candle Steady While I Shave the Chicken's Neck. There yes, you go, wife, yeah. and shove the pig's foot into the, further into the fire. There's so many of them. And again, if you want to get in touch with us with some unusual tune names, you can find us on tradfest.ie. And speaking of a name, and a very important name in Irish traditional music now, the gloaming. They're in the National Concert Hall for most of this week, actually, but they take a break on Friday, which Irla O'Leonard from the band is using as an opportunity to play very special Culture Vultures show with Steve Cooney at the Sound House, hosted by at the Sound House, hosted by writer Tony Clayton Lee. This will be an outstanding collaboration, there's no doubt, and a unique opportunity to hear Irla and Steve. Two masters coming together like that, it definitely sounds like it's going to be a great night. Well, this Saturday in Dublin, there's a great free event for all the family. A Cayley Moore on Merrion Square. I think this happens every year, doesn't it, Kieran? In Dublin, from one to three, it's hosted by former river dancer and champion Irish step dancer, Dervla Lennon, with world-class accompaniment from the Mac Cunningham Band. And there's another band absolutely steeped in the tradition, Matt Cunningham, from Galway as well. Um, those Galway people, God, they're, they're taking hugely over, talented. Taking over. Brilliant. That, that'll be a lively one. Matt, there's no better to play for Cayley Dancing, there's no question, than the Matt Cunningham band. By the way, you can get more information on all that's happening during St. Patrick's Day in Dublin, in Ireland, at stpatricksfestival.ie. Well, speaking of festivals, the Milwaukee Irish Fest have become huge supporters of Tradfest in Dublin. And this year, they arranged to have the wonderful Liz Carroll and Jimmy Keane come back from the States to play a very special sold-out show in Dublin City Hall. 
it was truly magical to enjoy Liz and Jimmy fill that gorgeous room with their music. They have been such pioneers for Irish traditional music across the US, mind-boggling how much they have done and the many tunes that they have written. Here's a set of tunes, the first two of which were written by Liz and the second two of which Jimmy wrote actually, recorded live at City Hall in Dublin.
Carol and Jimmy Keane recorded live at the Milwaukee Irish Fest Day, which happened at Tradfest in January this year. They started the set there with the Ten Acre Waltz and followed it with the Susquehanna, written by Liz, and concluded with the Bedpan Reel and the Charleston Reel, written by Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy did mention to me that he wrote the Bedpan Reel after a stay in hospital following an argument with a scaffold during his years as a structural iron worker. That story and chatting with him really brought home to me that people like Liz and Jimmy are the unsung heroes of Irish traditional music, people who devote their lives to the music and just live it without thought of rewards. There's no doubt about that. They're just two fantastic people. They are, and such an important part of the fabric of the music in Chicago as well. No doubt about that, and going back for so long, and uh, during the interview when I was chatting to them there, I hadn't realised that we had met all those years ago in 1974 at a flat in Listowel. But that's how long they've been doing it, and they've been pioneers, we mentioned that already, for traditional music. I think when it wasn't that popular, let's say, for that generation of people in the United States to be playing traditional music, they did take it, and they were people who drove it on and signs on. People from all over the world now are trying to access their methods through Skype mm-hmm. and all the rest of it. And not just drawing the music from the tradition, but also writing the, the most incredible tunes. I mean, Liz, her, she's a prolific uh, composer as well. She is, and she's quite a woman for finding names for tunes, as you just found out. <laughs> Susquehanna. It sounds like... What's the, what's the place... Upshkehana, isn't it? I thought you were going to say, what's what's the Irish for that? I'd be in trouble then, I can tell you. I had a lovely chat with Liz and Jimmy in City Hall with the hubbub of Milwaukee Irish Fest Day in the background. And as you can hear from this, we do go back a long way. Oh, Liz, Carol and Jimmy Keane right here in Dublin, in Dublin City Hall, actually. And uh, I don't know, are you fish out of water or would you expect to be normally in a building like this to perform, Liz? Oh, I'm very comfortable myself doing the backstroke, side stroke, <laughs> all the strokes. <laughs> Happy to be in Dublin. It's, it feels great. And how long is it since you have been in Dublin? Oh, you know, I get back every once in a while here. Um, Dublin City, you know, might have just been the airport the last couple of times over the last couple of years. It's a wonderful walk on the streets. As I told Jimmy, when we go walking back to our hotel, I'll probably put on about 10 pounds because I'm going to stop in every shop. <laughs> I thought you were going to give him a guided tour. I'm not going shopping for clothes. I'm not going for clothes. Jimmy, yourself. And last time I was in City Hall, I was paying parking tickets. So it's actually, it's an up, this is definitely an upgrade for me. Yeah. So things have improved then. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, the idea of you coming across to play at Tradfest, where did that emerge from? It originated from uh, Barry Stapleton of Irish Milwaukee, the Milwaukee Irish Fest. And it was great that he could even consider it. He said, Jimmy, did you and Liz ever play Tradfest? And I said, no. When he said, would you like to? I said, yes. And that was it. You know? Of course, you will have a lot of fans here. Liz, when did you play in Dublin last? So, Fair Play was here at the concert hall, and that was the end of October. <laughs> um, I, know, I know that you're a regular attender, too, at Flag Hall in the Hair, and I've seen you around each year. Did you make it to Drogheda last year? I did not, and I have an uncle in Drogheda, and I was very sorry to miss it. You're right, I, I made it to Derry, and I don't actually make it that often. I wish I did. There's, there's several things I'd love to do, and I would have loved to have gone to Drogheda. I think it's there again. The relatives are going, you actually have a place to stay. Well, there you go. So your excuses are limited. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly right. Now, just give us a little of your own history and Flakeol Nahern. Can you can you go back that far? Uh, um, Karen, you were there. Um, <laughs> I know. You know, I came uh, in the 70s, and um, 
you know, uh, the cultist groups used to come to Chicago, and Patty Gavin was an accordion player and said, you should go do that. And my parents, of course, wanted to go and see their relatives, brothers and sisters and parents. And we uh, came in 73, 74, and 75, like we came three years in a row there. And so I was competing those years. I competed in 73, got second. And um, I do remember that. And, uh, you know, it was kind of, it was cool. Because, number one, it was cool because I'd never done anything like it. So it was great to get anything. And then, first place was Frankie Gavin. So that was, you know, I wasn't even in the room when that, when that happened. But I was walking back to the hall. And then I just heard this groundswell of, like, applause. And I said, that person had to get first, whoever they are. <laughs> Little did I know, you know, that I would know that fellow now for the rest of my life going on from there and meet him. Casually and all. Yeah. And then I won it the next year, and I won't tell you who I beat. <laughs> and then I won it the next year, and I won't tell you who I beat. <laughs> okay, fair enough. It's, it's very funny. I was talking to Mick Foster of Foster Nellon fame, piano accordion player as well, right. uh, some time ago, because there's talk of the flag going to Mullingar next year. But Mick Foster remembers uh, taking part in the flag in the 60s, and he remembers who beat him uh, in one particular flag. So funny how, funny how you remember these things. What about your own history of the flag, Jimmy? Did you ever partake? Oh, I did, yeah. Much the same as Liz. I went first, I think first year was 74, and then I did for five years after that, yeah. What about now? I mean, you would be, you're, 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 you don't mind me saying this, but you have sort of iconic status in traditional music, not just in the States, but certainly internationally your names are well known. Do you do much to pass on, let's say, that tradition now in Chicago or other areas? I, you know, try to help as much as we can, you know, with the younger students and younger musicians growing up, you know, and always fielding questions and giving appropriate answers. <laughs> Do that, yeah. yeah. That's, that's probably the most difficult, isn't yeah. it? What about yourself, Liz? Are you teaching? I still do. I don't do a, um, uh, really private anymore just because I'm out of the city. I'm, I'm, I'm a good ways up. And when I used to come down in the winter, half the time, half of the class would make it. and Or I wouldn't make it. And so, you know, Chicago winters and all. And then... I did get asked to like these week-long camps and you know what I really enjoy that room with like 15 or 20 people and and go at it for a week and so I usually do you know two or three and this summer I think I'm doing four of those so passing on the knowledge passing it on and talking about Chicago and talking about all the characters we knew you know and 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 all the experiences in Ireland and all the people we've known that's interesting so can you compare today's generation from the idea let's say numbers of people playing com- going compare that to when you were playing as a young person oh i think it's a lot lot more in Chicago, there was no one teaching uh, Irish music when Jimmy and I were young. And there weren't that many actually even playing, never mind. I mean, aside from the elders. Yeah. And, you know, I think the next generation was 15 years older than us. And it was myself, Liz, Michael Flatley. I don't know whatever happened to him. And then there was uh, Marty Fahey a couple years later. Right. And, you know, so that was basically... Just trickle, trick, they just trickled in, yeah. Who was that generation before you? Who were the people? Who were the names? Do you know the only name that I could probably throw out to you is Jimmy Thornton. Yeah, he so was. Jimmy he was Thornton was player and flute player, son of Frank, Frank Thornton. We're actually playing a tune in honor of Frank tonight at the concert. That's fantastic. What about this duet then? When did you start playing together first? Do you want to go back there? <laughs> you know, I think it was seventy. I, I think around seventy-two, we started playing together. 
I see why Liz was saying don't go there. Oh, yeah. Have I you know, the same memory? Because of you. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first duet we went into was a junior duet, and you won that. Oh, really? Oh, really? <laughs> It's the only reason you really wanted to talk to us, isn't it? Come on. That's quite interesting because now that you mention that, I think Morris Lennon and Brian were... Was that in the stall? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't remember who beat her that I think it was in the stall, yeah. It would be, 74. So... we played was 75 and won Crana, yeah. We won that one, yeah. I think we did a a duet in the juniors as well. You sure? So which one did you win? 74, we won an under 18. That would be you. We were in that, Jimmy. Oh, yeah. Come on, Jimmy, admit it. All right. (laughs) I guess. I don't know. Say yes. Say yes. But from the point of view of touring then and playing together, do you do it a lot? Uh, Very seldom. Really? Yeah, we know each other too well. (laughs) So what about playing in Dublin tonight? What can people expect? You know, we're going to play uh, a bunch of tunes we learned growing up in Chicago, and then a rake of tunes that Liz composed, and a handful of tunes that I wrote as well. So it's kind of a mixture of what we grew up listening to and doing. That's another interesting one, actually, the whole composition, Liz. A lot of your tunes are out there, and they're nearly, they're nearly in the scene without fully acknowledging that you wrote them. Is that good or bad for you? Oh, that's very good. Yeah. I've had that experience of just being in a session. Uh, one time I did, it happened, I think I was in Cork, and I was sitting there, and then one of my tunes went by, and of course, me, just I'm just like throwing the arm up in the air and going, uh-huh, and pointing at myself, and uh, nobody knew what I was doing. And it happened two more times during the night, and I was like, and I looked at it, and Maura O'Keefe was there, and I said, Maura, and she says, they don't know that's your tune. I said, well, that is very cool. And it is, right? It just feels like they're not doing it for my sake. They actually like that tune. And there you go. And it's nice to know. It fits right into the tradition, really. And it fits in. Yeah. Yeah. And what inspires you then to write the tunes? What are your, you know, what are the motifs that go through your head? It would always be a case of, you know, um, you know, I guess that's a hard question. It's, it's, I would hear tunes that I loved and I'd want to, I'd immediately start thinking in that vibe. I used to, I, I, would hear something of a Patty Fahey tune, and then I'd go, what could I do? And I'd hear like a Finbar Dwyer tune, and I'd go and stay in that mode. And then as time has gone on, every once in a while there's this nice thing where people will ask you to do something. So they'll say, you know, like I did one that's just called The Ugly Duckling, and somebody just went, I'm doing a play, we need a theme for the duck. And, it, you know, as soon as somebody said that, a tune came. And what I was starting to realize is that it doesn't necessarily have to be Irish. I mean, I'm still going to have, still going to have rolls and grace notes. <laughs> I can turn anything into Irish, but it's it's a bit of freedom. And so, yeah. So over the last few years now, sometimes people are asking, and sometimes I'm just in my house and I just want something new to do with my fingers. And how many tunes have you written? Do you know, I, I put out a book there um, about nine years ago of uh, 180 tunes, and then I'm, I'm working on a new book, which is just a little over 50 tunes. Okay, just pick me up off the floor there with, with, those, with those facts. What about yourself, Jimmy? Have you 180 tunes written? Oh, God, no, no. Maybe 40 or 50, you know. And, and your inspiration for that? You know, I mean, my, my main inspiration is actually Liz. I mean, growing up together and seeing what Liz was doing and, you know, so if Liz can write tunes and she helped me write a couple of tunes over the course of the year, so I said, I should do this. You know, you know it was actually funny at the point because we were, at one point we were learning, you know, 10, 15, 20 tunes a week. And then we started running out of, you know, there was no CDs, I mean, no LPs coming out. So 
you know, books, and then, oh, maybe we'll write tunes. So, you know, have music to play ourselves, even though no one else at the time was playing it, you know. So it was part of the whole growing up in the tradition process. You know? Now, uh, just a final question for you. Your instrument, the piano accordion, probably doesn't get a good, you know, hearing, uh, no more than other instruments like banjos and stuff. Uh, uh, are you able to cope with that? You know, at this point, I don't care, you know. Yeah, no, it's great. Yeah. Okay, glad to hear that. Of course, no problem about the fiddle you're flying there. Look, I hope you have a fantastic night. I'm certainly looking forward to your show. There's Carl Jimmy Keane. Welcome to Dublin. We're delighted that you're here. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks very much. Always a pleasure.
sound in the world than Jimmy Keane in City Hall in Dublin playing some tunes that he wrote himself and playing them on his modified piano accordion I must say I can picture Jimmy now his eyes closed as he luxuriates in the music just as we all did that great night in Tradfest gorgeous indeed Kieran. the tunes we heard were Blue Hill Ali's Reel and Bailey's Reel and those last two reels were written by Jimmy in honour of the family dogs that have gone on to their reward to the great doggy heaven in the sky I hadn't realised that they had departed, but Blue Hill is Jimmy's very own interpretation of that tune, The Boys of Blue Hill. I just think it's a stunning piece of music. The world is a better place for the likes of Liz, Carl and Jimmy Keane, collecting, writing and sharing their beautiful music for us all to savour. Thanks a million to the Milwaukee Irish Fest for bringing them over to this year's Tradfest. It's a new development, actually. Milwaukee took over Tradfest for a day in City Hall, so that's a new development for Tradfest. And strengthening the ties between Milwaukee Irish Fest and Tradfest, which I know have been growing over the years as well. They certainly have. I mean, there's a fantastic team uh, at Milwaukee Irish Fest and really it is, it's like the mothership there in the US for Celtic festivals. You get to there and there's every chance that you can go to any of the other festivals after you perform at Milwaukee Irish Fest. And that's why we see something like the Trad Hub, you know, Susan O'Neill winning um, that, I suppose, that foot into Milwaukee Irish Fest. It's a big passport to finding your way through all the different um, festivals on the Irish circuit. Yeah, I just spoke to Susan yesterday actually and she is in Australia, her herself at the moment. She's working with Sharon Shannon there, but she's doing some solo work at the end of her tour. She'll be back in about three weeks. She's very excited about Milwaukee, and you know you've, you know what goes on there. It is a fantastic opportunity for any Irish artist to get on stage there. And staying stateside, we were talking about um, Liz, Liz Carroll and Jimmy Keane there. Their hometown of Chicago, of course, has their St. Patrick's Day Parade this Saturday, and the theme is Music of Ireland. So you can get more information. Chicago St. Patrick's Day Parade and over in London, the wonderful London Irish Centre in Camden celebrates St. Patrick's Day with two concerts by Keela this Saturday and Sunday night. LondonIrishCentre.org for more information on that one. I seem to be seeing so much about London Irish Centre. It's doing incredible work in London at the moment, isn't it? It is, and there are major developments planned for there as well. And they have some support to some very, very influential A lot of Irish... investment yeah, as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is great some, to see. Some very influential people in the arts world over there interested in promoting that. And there's no doubt they're doing incredible work there always have mind you 
we talk about trad without borders and it is, isn't it lovely to see that we can have music without borders and re a good relationship you know without borders or constraints as well through um, the, the work of the cultural centre. Yeah it's so important there's no doubt about it that's the londonirishcentre.org for any information I'm sure they'll be they always run a series of gigs there anyway and they're constantly fundraising and trying to keep the place in everyone's consciousness so londonirishcentre.org for any information about that. And you mentioned Keela they did a sellout show at last year's St. Patrick's Day Festival and no doubt it'll be a sellout one this year as well they put on a great show trapeze artists I remember going to see them <laughs> back in the gaiety I think it was 1997 my tiny little Galway mind was blown wide open I never saw trad and trapeze artists put together trad and trapeze there's a new <laughs> name yeah, God, that could be a new name for a tune there Ruth, right <laughs> well there, Paddy's return trad and trapeze <laughs> well no better there's no doubt than Keela they're a great party band brilliant musicians and speaking of other gigs for this St. Patrick's uh, celebration Zoe Conway and John McIntyre are zooming all over the world this week this Thursday they're in UCH in Limerick on Sunday St. Patrick's Day they're going to be over in the Kennedy Centre in Washington DC following that Monday the 18th they're at the Fort Hunter Barn in Harrisburg before coming back to Europe for a gig at Festa Continua in Padua Italy on Friday March the 22nd now that is some amount of air miles in one week well, if they keep that up, they won't be long getting upgraded to first class for sure in their next flight. This Saturday, by the way, the 16th, a bit closer to home, a very special Melodian from Belfast plays a concert at the Seamus Heaney home place in Derry. And can I just tell you, I heard Melodian playing at Folk Alliance very recently. He is hugely entertaining. He's a wonderful, wonderful performer. Just himself, his guitar. He had a fantastic cellist playing with him as well, whose name escapes me at the moment, but he did a brilliant showcase at Folk Alliance. I haven't seen him live, but th there's quite a, a sense of wit in his music. Was there something about a beard? His song about a beard, did he play that? Uh, he may have sung it before I got there, being bearded <laughs> myself. He may have decided to leave it out. Well, Lancome celebrates St. Patrick's Day with a gig in St. Luke's, live at St. Luke's in Cork this Sunday. So, so much choice for this St. Patrick's Day. Uh, we mentioned, of course, Irla O'Leonard earlier, who plays a string of sold-out gigs at the National Concert Hall this week as part of the gloaming. One of his bandmates in the gloaming is Cuivine O'Rahalig, who played for us during Tradfest. Cuivine performed a sold-out intimate show in the sumptuous surroundings of Rathfarnham Castle, which we were able to record. I was there myself. It was very special. You lucky thing. I wasn't able to get out to Rathfarnham for that one. But from the concert, we have him here, Cuivine, with an epic set of tunes.
Thank you. 
Well, there we heard an epic set of tunes, a marathon of tunes from Cuevin O'Rahalig, recorded live in Rathfarnham Castle during Tradfest. The tunes included Maureen Debarra, Bowled Doherty, Rights of Man, Farrell O'Gara, Miss McLeod, Cloud and Easter Snow. Fantastic stuff. And sure, where would you get it? Virtuoso is the only word to describe him. And the great news is that we've got more recordings from that concert to share with you again on Tradfest. By the way, he did a beautiful set of tunes on the Tin Whistle as well, which I wasn't quite expecting. Wow, a man of many, many talents. Well, every week the great music from Tradfest just keeps coming your way and all the surprises too. And you never know what we're going to start talking about as well, Kieran. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder what question is coming next. Well, I look at you with trepidation when I see those eyes peering into mine saying what is he what is she going to say to me now well thankfully we've got a, a very talented um, producer here who can edit out any of our bloopers <laughs> well no I wouldn't go that far I uh, know <laughs> we don't bloop we don't bloop well next week's show features Alva Reddy the Lost Brothers and Mark Redmond and Patrick Fitzpatrick I know those two fellas, actually. In the meantime, have an amazing St. Patrick's Week, wherever you may be. Tradfest is brought to you by the Temple Bar Company, a not-for-profit collective who manage, promote and love Temple Bar in Dublin's cultural quarter. That's Dublin, Ireland. Temple Bar is located in the historic heart of Dublin city centre. And to learn more about the area and the company, please visit www.lovetemplebar.com. Our live concerts were recorded and mixed by Andy Knightley for K Recordings. This Tradfest podcast produced by Donald Scannell for BornOptimistic.com and can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and anywhere that you get your podcasts. And if you liked today's show, please give us a five-star rating. Go on. You know you like this. Five stars are nothing, lads. You can ask your friends to listen to the show as well and maybe do the same. But connect with us on Facebook at Temple Bar Tradfest or on Twitter at Temple Bar Trad or visit our website, tradfest.ie. I'm Kieran Hanrahan. And I'm Ruth Smith. Thanks a million to you all for listening and don't forget to get in touch, tradfest.ie. Thanks a million. Slán.